0: some people won't get back some people won't get back and um, we will have to uh, do our best in third countries to process those people why do you feel it so personally Mr Wallace because <laughs> I'm a soldier. um because it's sad and the West has done what it's done and we have to do our very best Nick to get people out and stand by our obligations and 20 years of sacrifice um, is what it is
1: That is the UK's Defense Secretary, Ben Wallace, breaking down on uh, national TV, admitting that uh, many people will not get out of Afghanistan. He was a soldier. So he takes it very personally, obviously. Afghan interpreters um, who helped allied nations, including ours on the front line. These are people we promised to protect and we have now abandoned. And, And we had years to resettle these people. The Trudeau government knew months ago that the Biden administration was pulling troops out. And for whatever reason, this government decided to do nothing. Not until now, with the Taliban in full control, to make even what's already bad worse. The co-founder of the Taliban, one of the most dangerous men in the entire world, has now just been flown in to Kabul. Greenlit, I will say, by the United States. And I take it he is going to insert his influence, which is not a good thing. The bottom line is our time to get these people out is slipping away. And I spoke with a former Afghan interpreter who just arrived to this country uh, last week with his wife, daughter, younger uh, family. His brother is still in Afghanistan. His kids are there. His family is still there. We're not going to give you his name out of fear for what will happen to his family. But here is his perspective on what's happening and his fears for his own family, who he does not know where they are right now.
0: Very, very thankful you can join us. Uh, thank you so much. Yes, anytime.
1: You arrived in Canada last week with your wife, daughter, uh, and a younger brother, but you still have an older brother and his kids uh, and other family members um, that you have not been able to get out of the country. What is their situation? Do you know?
0: Uh. Since I got here, like it's been like two days. Uh, I don't have uh, contact with my older brother back in Afghanistan. And even I don't know, are they alive or died? So it's a very bad situation back in there in Afghanistan. So now we are watching from the social media. It's very bad in Taliban control, the country. So it's very hard for me to hear from them. Uh, I'm trying to uh, get his contact and trying to uh, call different people. I like, do you do you know where's uh, my brother? Where's my the rest of my family back in there? So it's very, I'm concerned about them. So even I don't know where that where they at.
1: Yeah, I mean, on one hand, you're here with your family, you're safe in this country. You must feel a sense of relief. On the other hand. You're watching these heartbreaking, really breathtaking scenes unfolding. And as I understand it now, the Taliban, which is uh, in control of uh, Kabul, is going door to door knocking, um, trying to find people. Is that accurate?
0: Oh, yeah. That's uh, what uh, my uh, body called me uh, this morning. Like, uh, hey, we need your help. And they also used, uh, we work with the Canadian forces uh, and the past years, and they said, uh, what's going on? And what happened to the flights and stuff like we stuck here in uh, Kabul? Uh, you know, there's a lot of checkpoints of Taliban and the city of the Kabul. And they uh, they fall out and they capture all the areas, especially uh, the president' uh, police too. And the mm-hmm. Taliban are going to door by door and knock the, and find the people who work with the coalition forces and who work with the government. And they are gonna capture and kill them. What is it like to be watching this,
1: um, you know, uh, across an ocean, you know, from a distance? What is it like to watch what's going on in your home country and knowing that you have family there?
0: Uh, since we're watching them, they're uh, people trying to uh, get to the airport and uh, as the evacuation, that's the uh, U.S. forces uh, already uh, Uh, control the Kabul airport in the runway and they're not let the people, Afghans, to uh, enter the uh, airport and to pick up by the airplane. And there's a Taliban in front of the airport and they're they're, uh, shooting the people and they killed a lot of people Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and like about like 400 people and also majority of them injured and majority of them they're killed. By the Taliban, and they now staying and hiding themselves to the uh to the safe house or somewhere else, and even they cannot reach to the airport.
1: It's incredibly frustrating um as a Canadian. Um, you know, this country fought in this uh, battle um, you know, to give stability to the region to make sure young women and girls could go to school, to give freedom to the Afghan people. The Americans went in as well. And um, for whatever reason, it all slipped away in a matter, it seems like, days. How did the United States get it so wrong in pulling these troops out so quickly? I mean, it's not about whether they were allowed to go or not. That is their decision. But how did things get so out of control in just a matter of days?
0: Uh well nobody knows about that. So that's the American out from the Afghanistan, and I mean like they work over there. Like they uh, they 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 spend like a trillion dollars, and they train the Afghan forces. Uh, uh you know like I don't know why they left Afghanistan and they fall to the Taliban. So we 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 read the history of the Taliban, mm-hmm. and they did very bad action with Afghan people. They're going to do the same thing. What uh, we never thought is going to be happening to Afghanistan, especially to Kabul. It's only mm-hmm. happened like two days ago, like the Taliban control all the So it's very, uh, I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's, uh, we can imagine they're not going to let the uh, women and ladies and uh, younger girls to go to school and, you know, like, there's no uh, freedom for them anymore.
1: And, and as far as, I mean, you're concerned, I mean, the Afghan interpreters, there's still hardly any have arrived in this country. Um, do you feel that this country has failed um, you and, and your countrymen?
0: Uh, yes, of course. Uh, so it's like I got a, a lot of calls from my friends and they stack in Afghanistan back and they were trying to uh, get out as soon as possible and they were asking for the help uh, and they said you're already there so we need your help so just let the people and let our friends like canadian friends or american Mm -hmm. friends to uh, pick up us from this uh, place and get out as soon as possible we're stuck here we're uh, we were in high risk and bad situation It's it's a really terrible situation uh, over there in afghanistan and kabul
1: Yeah, and the President Biden, I'm not sure if you saw his speech on, um, you know, Monday afternoon, he didn't make any apologies. Um, He essentially said, you know, the Afghan, um, you know, military failed to do its job. um, And therefore, they're they're just going to go there's not it doesn't sound like the international community is going to go in and stabilize the situation. Um and, and so do you have faith? Do you believe that these interpreters and their families, your family included will get out?
0: uh I'm not sure about that. That's uh what I saw the Biden speech on CNN of life video uh, the, He was saying like uh, there's no more uh, uh we're gonna just uh, pick up the American diplomatics and uh also American citizens we're gonna pull out them and he also mentioned that. Uh, Uh, We're going to help out with the SIV, special immigration visas, uh, their families. We're going to pick up them too, but we are not sure. So how, uh, how, when it's going to be happening. So we don't know about that.
1: What do you want the Canadian people to know? Because this is an issue that many people in this country do care about. Um, You know, we're in an election right now, and so people are very distracted, but we are watching these images of people climbing into planes and falling out of them. That's how desperate they are for freedom. What do you say to the Canadian people about what has happened to your country and what will happen now that the Taliban is back in control in 2021?
0: Uh, I'm politely requesting to the Canadian government, especially to Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. Uh, there's a too many Canadian uh, Afghan interpreters uh, left behind in Kabul, and they were waiting for uh, their uh, pickup uh, uh, flight email, and mm-hmm. they're stacking, they're stacking Kabul, and they 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 had a very uh, they had a hoop, and they were super excited that we're going to the safe uh, place that we're gonna enjoy the peace and enjoy the uh, our life like I say, a same the canadians and they uh, in the past years they supported the uh, canadian forces as a linguist and culture advisor. Uh, they supported their uh, canadian missions during the wartime. so now uh, they need the canadian uh, forces or canadian government from the canadian uh, people to uh, hand them and pick up them and, and get out them from the horrible situation in Afghanistan.
1: Do you think it's too late, given that uh, the Taliban now are in control of Kabul and obviously the um, the airport and that? Do you believe that it's too late?
0: It is too late. Like, uh, everything is under the control of the Taliban. So we don't trust the Taliban. they are different kind of people. There's a lot of networks working over there in Afghanistan. Like, I mean, like a lot of bad networks. They're enemies of the Afghans. So especially uh, they are not gonna let the people who are working with the coalition forces with international forces or international NGO. So they're trying to block the Kabul airport and stuff like that. So they're, I mean, they already in front of the Kabul uh, airport, you know, they don't let the Afghans to enter to the airport and they shooting people. Yeah. That's what I saw on social media and also from my friend. He was there. Uh, he was a witness of that uh, e- events uh, happened this morning in Kabul. And he was uh, close to the airport and he was uh, trying to get into the airport. And there were, uh, there were there was a gunshot and firing going on from the Taliban. They uh, shoot a lot of people. And people were trying to climb by wall to enter the airport. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of people waiting to pick up. By well, I'm,
1: I'm glad you're, you're safe um, in, in this country. And certainly um, we are praying that you get your family members out and certainly that we can somehow get these uh, other interpreters out. So I really appreciate you taking time. I know it's not been easy for you to talk about this, but I do appreciate you sharing your uh, perspective on this.
0: Thank you so much. I appreciate it from you guys to take our wives to the Canadian government. Thank you so much. And I pray and God bless the Can- Canada.
1: Thank you. May, thank you. And thank you for your service to this country. That is just one of the very few Afghan interpreters who is now in this country. But there are so many more who have not been able to get here. And unless we keep up the pressure to get them here, then they will not get out of that country. So we'll continue talking about it.